Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Hi, Laurie. Hello, Jackie. How's it going? Uh, I um don't feel well, but it's not COVID. Don't know what it is. Just blah. You should probably go talk to someone, some sort of health professional. Uh, <laughs> Jackie, that's what this podcast is. Please. <laughs> uh, this is, isn't this a mental health professional? <laughs> well, it might be a a. a more of a warning for other people uh, about what how not to let your mental health get. Like, yeah. they, <laughs> listen let to us just... every week and go to therapy. Right. So I sent you, uh, I sent you a voicemail. Did you get my voicemail? Who? Jackie. Listen, I know, I know what age I am, but I have the brain of a millennial and I don't <laughs> check voicemails. Okay. What? I'm done with them. Are no, you really? You're the only one. You and Walgreens leave voicemails. <laughs> and everyone else knows just to text me. Please. Uh, I would like a new book from you called You and Walgreens. Uh, I don't know why, but I need that. <laughs> it's like, I get it. My prescription's ready. Oh, okay. Jackie has another thing. She could have texted me. <laughs> I hate That's texting. It. I well, you should know, of course, that I'm driving. And, uh, <laughs> and it's not that I'm unwilling to text. It's just and that you're uh, also unwilling to stop doing that. <laughs> I'm also unwilling That's, to stop doing that. The, the, oh those God. are your office hours. When you get in the car, you're like, "Well, I'm, I'm checking into my <laughs> oh, day job." Shit, <laughs> I literally am using that um, because I'm working on a bit about uh, how I Yay. do all the things. I do all the things. Yay. All right, if and I'm sitting in the back of the room when we're working together at the Creaking Cave and I hear hear you say office hours, my arms are going up in the air in victory. I'll right, so victory. Excited. It'll be victory. Uh, Aaron Bully used one of my lines on Conan, I think, or maybe Arsenio, whatever, nice. some some show. And it was, when I heard, when I saw the set, I was like, hey, <laughs> that's my line. It was about yeah. Jesus. It was about Jesus. I love it. Sometimes I riff about Jesus, I guess. Um, so no, I literally, I just, I asked the, the big chain, the big, um, uh, text chain that we are on. Yes. Yes. That I, by the way, have on mute and, uh, and I scroll when I scroll. That's what's happening. (laughs) Right. And so, but the, uh, but I, I, I put the picture, the t-shirt idea for the Jackie and Lori show on that and you were like you threw me under the bus and I felt bad about that because it it felt like you how about I ask you before I go to the <laughs> pen party of opinion now you were like Lori doesn't like this one but I like it who's right you guys decide <laughs> wow no you I'm have done some rewriting but no you're it, <laughs> And that's what it felt like I did not that's what I do like yes uh yeah I'm a, re- I'm a- I'm a rewriter. I belong to the Rewriters Guild. I don't know what the writers are. <laughs> We're also on strike. Um, no, uh, uh, because actually, this this is just from off the, the Writers Guild. We all have t-shirts, the blue t-shirts. I'm sure everyone's seen. We're all wearing when we strike. They are uh, made part of wholesale made for men. Okay. It's just that like that really thick sort of cotton. It, it's, it fits a flat male figure. So it does, it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable, you know, or cozy for a woman. Right. But I'm like, I'm used to that. You know, most t-shirts are like that, whatever. So I just wanted our shirt to be a little more Jersey, like a little softer and figure hugging it. And also I have that thing where I don't like anything right around the top of my neck. And I love a V or a scoop. Or you know, a boat, so I'm not always neck? pulling it down. You like a boat neck? I, maybe it sounds of, delightful. A, a scoop, it gets low. That shows a little more sternum. Uh, the uh, the scoop just shows a little sternum? more clavicle. Clavicle. <laughs> and uh, uh, we should definitely have a, a a titties version because these young comics they don't care. They'll show everything on stage. We have to outfit them as well. 
but I, 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 uh, I genuinely don't think that the design will work on a scoop neck, but, uh, okay. just cause I don't know where the design would go, but, <laughs> uh, it would have, we could make people get tattoos if that's something. <laughs> But yes, winter comic of the week, you have to get a tattoo. Oh, <laughs> what a great idea. Jackie, here's the thing. I have a t-shirt that I got from the One, One Bad Mother podcast 10 years ago. And I know it was 10 years ago because I just did they just had me on for their 10th anniversary of when I did it. And I I wear this shirt once a week. I work out in it. I sweat you in love it. it. It's still comfy. You and were gonna cozy. show me a picture of that. You never did uh, send me a photo. I, I, well, I sent the link to them where it's on the Max Fun site. It's like 28 bucks on Max Fun. It's, that's, it's that exact t-shirt. I can run in and grab it. It's right near the front door if you want me to hold it up and <laughs> sure, rub it on my sure. face. Okay, rub I'll be it on right your back. Face. You talk to Kyle. Here's uh, Kyle. I'm so sorry uh, that you were sick. You've had, uh, I believe, the coronavirus. I, I, I contracted the novel coronavirus. Oh, my God. And uh, and I gave you um, uh, delicious this, factor meals. Who are not sponsoring this episode? <laughs> they're sponsoring uh, the Dork Forest, is what they're sponsoring. Yeah. And uh, were they delicious? Uh, I don't know. I have no opinion until they pay our show. But they were pretty good. Okay. It was uh, it was free food. I uh, sent you. Yeah. I sent you a copy of uh, the T-shirt on your you text. You saintly delivered food and smoothies as I was just beginning to die. It truly felt like like you were sort of an angel, just hella dropping helicopter dropping off supplies to the leper island. I, I uh, Lori, I dropped off. Dork Dor Forest had an, an advertisement with a factor ad, factor meals. Advertis they had an advertisement. Yeah, an yes, advert. I had to do an advertisement uh, for Factor Meals, and they sent me two boxes of meals. And so uh, I gave one to Kyle, and it, it was just it had sort of it claims to be really healthy, and um, but they're microwavable. Mm -hmm. And that felt good for having the COVID-19. Yes. Um, it it was also it funny because you delivered them so fast that it felt like I had to eat special food because of my sickness. Like that <laughs> occasionally in the cold beds would become a narrative. <laughs> and then it also, some some smoothies, I think. Oh, yes. Which right? were delicious. I just finished the smoothie. Jackie, that shirt is in the washing machine, so I can't hold it up. But uh, okay. I... I, but I, I, you have. But to I wouldn't mind to see where the where the at where, where the design is and how big the I'll, design. I'll, is. Well, yeah. I put that link. I'll send you the link again. Uh, why don't I? Why don't I read the link to you on a voicemail? And uh, <laughs> www. <laughs> oh, thank God you um, said the W's. Oh yeah, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash. I'll ruin you. You'll never. You'll never pick up your phone again. Um, <laughs> So uh, Kyle told me right before that he had COVID and I was uh, very bummed to hear that. And mm -hmm. uh, so I told him, I don't even know he should even be working this podcast today because you got to rest. You got to rest. No, no, no. I mean, he, he needs to rest a lot now. Okay. I'll, you, you know, I'm not a doctor, but all I do is read long COVID threads every single day. That's like a hobby of mine <laughs> to, to reinforce in my head every time I'm like, oh, I don't feel like bringing this fucking air purifier. And a lot of it gets triggered when people try to get back on their feet and kind of like, you know, the old American, I'm fine. I'm not sick. Like lay down, don't move, don't use your brain, you know, just shut your eyes. It's not even just, you know, rest everything, rest everything. Like That's the all. idea. I know, I know. But, we live but, in a place called America. I know, I know. <laughs> It's hard. I don't know that this is my news, so I'm going to just okay. type it. And, but someone uh, we know. Someone, someone we know. Had definitely it. rougher than I had it. Rougher. Wow. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just recently? Same day. Same day as Kyle. Another yeah. booker I know who has avoided it for three years, been responsible, got it too. There's like a wave that it's like lots of people who have been avoiding it getting hit. Right, there which is, is another a wave. drag uh, because I've never gotten it. And... Uh, I don't want to get it. And I don't travel with an airplane. I wonder what podcast sponsorship going, I'll deliver to you. Exactly. And I'm going to Arizona where, I don't know if you guys know this, they never had anything. Yeah. So they have never lived as That's if good. they ever had Oh, boy. And oh, boy. So, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, well, feel free to come out and see me. It's very crazy, by the way. So Friday and Saturday. <laughs> I'm worried on 
two levels. I mean, the COVID thing, I guess we're all, whatever we're at, we, we've acclimated how we're going to, you know, everyone's taking the precautions they are taking, I, you know, right. but uh, also the heat, Jackie is, y- you gotta oh, be, you gotta have water with you a lot. And again, you gotta, you, you can't I'm move around like you normally do. I'm gonna fly. Thank God. Thank and God. I'm gonna rent, and, I'm, and I'm renting a car. So um, right. maybe Tom will, pay for that instead of the handful of uh, lifts that he would have to pay for. Uh, that would crossed. be fingers crossed. Yeah. And uh, he's a good guy. He might. He's a good guy. Um, um, but here's the thing. I made a video this week. I w- I've been meaning to do this for a long time of my little routine of what I do oh, yeah. when I go on the road. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, sh- I kind of, oh. and I, I'm, I made, I took some video at Acme and I showed my setup where I have it plugged in and, you know, I show how I handle myself in the green room, which is mask on until the last second. If I'm eating, I bring out my little purifier. So it blows right in my face. And then, you know, I just posted that. And uh, so if people are either feeling like, wow, no one gives a fuck anymore. This is depressing. Well, I still give a fuck. And yeah. if, if other comics are like, I, I don't know what to do. Well, here's the thing you could do that has worked so far for me. If, you know, I could get it tonight. I'm headed to San Diego right after this podcast. I could get it tonight, even though that's I'll right. Do all You're my doing mic drops. Yeah, right. So you know, it's not it's not surefire, but you know, according I you know I've read that we're in another wave, but you guys have just confirmed it with like two two cases that you know of three, I guess. So you know, um, yeah. I, How was it received? Your your video. Almost universally well. A couple okay. trolls. Somebody, somebody, you know that one emoji that is classic Mega Boomer, which is a sideways laugh, you know? Oh, Christ. No. But so uh, somebody, now, I'm, now I'll see it everywhere. You know it. When you see, like, they usually do three of the sideways laughs in a row, and it's like, oh my God, you, you're 68 and uh, you know, <laughs> you're on Medicare and Social Security, and you want to deny everyone else everything. You um, and Walgreens. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so somebody just today's like, uh, guess what? I haven't been doing any of that stuff. I've never had COVID sideways laugh. So oh. I'm like, oh, congrats. Uh, that didn't work out for my mom. Sideways laugh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I do feel like there are people that are, you know, no one's being encouraged to, to, to go extra. And Again, I've said this before, and so uh, this is very repetitive, but we don't know what this virus is doing to us in the long run. We are the guinea pigs. We're the first generation. 50 years from now, they're going to, you know, maybe the first people that have polio didn't realize, oh, it's going to paralyze some of us. They're like, oh, whatever, you know? I mean, we don't know. So so I don't want to be experimented on. So, and I am being, so I'm just doing as much as I can to not get it. Right. I, uh, as long as we're talking about what we're doing online, yeah, um, I went and met with Promotional Rescues, Melanie VC. This uh, is like your third big meeting with her, right? I believe it to be the last. Uh, I (laughs) don't want to go into Promotional Rescue industry. I'm psyched that she's in this industry because she's really good at it. I uh, don't want to do it for a living, uh, though everyone should hire her uh, because she's really good at it. And it's a delight, but I have to say that um, she taught me how to make these things uh, on my Instagram. Right. So uh, they're called highlights. Yeah. And um, do you have them? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Then if you my, don't. But, uh, because <laughs> no, you don't have to say it like that, Jackie. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> Look at them. Just- they took nasty, me an age to, to make them. Anyway, I love it. So, but what so they it. do is they take your stories, which go away, and they cat and you can categorize them. And she, uh, she was like, "And don't just let the picture be the picture, because it looks untidy, and you want it to look clean." So each one is like a, a blue circle that uh, has the name of what you're going to be seeing, like the Jackie and Lori show clips. Or nice. uh, my comedy specials, or the Dork Forest clips, or my my touring shows and the albums, and then underneath it, you can either write a word, but there's a word written in the blue giant circle, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, she's like put little emojis underneath that tell people what it is, and uh, so like the Dork Forest has a couple of trees and a headphone. 
the Jack and Lori has a headphone and a sort of a happy, sad mask. The specials have a TV. The the tour, I wish I, I think I should have put tour, but whatever. It's got a mic and a ticket and the albums has a mic and a CD. So, yeah. And you can put a bunch and, um, yeah, I, you know, I should put one for hotel art. Like I could do, I could do whatever. And she was like, so with your posting of stuff on Instagram and t- and all the places, right? It should be like 60-40 promotional. Just because people uh, burn out too much promotional. 60, 60% promo, 40% uh, you being you. You know what? I forgot the ratio. It might have been. Oh, no. <laughs> it might be 60% humanity and then 40% uh, promotional. Okay. Just, and, uh, and she's like, and feel free to use like throwback Thursday and flashback Friday. And because people love to see pictures of, you know, like they want to see a picture of my dad. They want to see a picture of Andy. They want to see a picture of the dogs. They want to see a picture of me okay. as a child, whatever. And you're like, do they? All right. And, uh, and then, you know, like hotel art's a good one. You do like material. You do like, you literally do like funny videos. And well, you put, um, you post material. We all post material, right? Right. No clips and like stand up clips for sure are super yeah. fun. But like, I think when you do sort of the riffing talk, mm-hmm. you're uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that is also funny, Lori Kilmartin. Well played. Thank you. Stand up comedy. Uh, did you have, uh, I had a bunch of wild ass shows this week. How about you? I had shows every single night, including tonight. Like a, it was a Monday through Sunday week of, uh, comedy and, uh, which is great. I, I got some, I got I filled in at the Peacock. I got a last minute that, that I, I, at that time I only had Thursday off and then the Peacock uh, called me up. And so, uh, Pat was that? there. Yeah, it was such a TG. The TG on York, uh, Club TG. Oh, I, oh, oh, right. T-E-E-G-E-E? Yeah, TG, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, yes, I have done it. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Patton was there and he had some really, really funny, I I can't believe I'm saying this, cat material. Like, it's still possible. (laughs) It is. It It is. is. It is. It is possible. Um, and he has some other chunk that was really funny that I forgot now, which is good because the next time I see it, I won't remember it. Uh, I'm, a, I'm the dream audience member. I only remember one line from a 20 minute <laughs> set, right? Uh, and then, uh, and then Friday, and I put your, she, the person I talked to knows you. So I'm sure you'll be hearing. Oh, good. Oh, right. uh, I did a, I did a show in Ventura and, um, I, I just, here's my theory about the city of Ventura is that <laughs> they are poorly trained audience members, possibly from Ventura comedy club, which can be, and they don't toss that. anyone. I'm sure. And, yeah. I'm sure because they're very shouty and they're not shouty in a way I like to play with. They're shouty. And, like they, they have reverse comedy sensibilities where they sense a punchline's coming and they jump all over it instead of waiting in between. Or waiting between chunks, you know, like you can tell when I'm on a, in a, in a rhythm and momentum and then I'll pause. And that's when, that's when I'm there to talk. Right. If, if people want to, or I'll just jump into the next thing. But these guys had no fucking sense of that. I, I was like, is this, I, I, it was just, uh, you know, that Not just happened. Cool. Not cool. And, but it, it's a event. It feels like a Ventura specific problem. Yeah, <laughs> that and I don't know what to tell the city because uh, <laughs> their mayor needs to do. It's happened in many venues in Ventura where I'm just like, why is it always this city? I don't get it. Yeah, I will say I did mic drop and I had uh, a really stereotypical Friday second show experience, uh, which was yeah. interesting because Friday second show started at eight thirty. <laughs> My God, what! <laughs> who's hammered and a pain in the ass at 9 15 that really <laughs> feels early for me it really yes. does and yes i had uh essentially there was a table in the back that was like i would say a, a, a joke and they'd be like oh that premise reminds me of this story uh like i was a fucking band i'm not a band you don't get to talk about the song during the song yeah and then um and then there was a guy there were two couples and one of the guys, um, he he got he said something weirdly conservative. So I told the story about how I 
the Civil War is going so poorly that, and I'm as much a Neville Chamberlain as anybody because I'm standing in an elevator having a t-shirt off with a guy at my hotel, right? He's wearing one of those shitty, not our flag, flag t-shirts where all the stripes are in guns or blue lines. In blue line, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, sometimes they're guns. Sometimes they're guns. Yeah. Sometimes they're thin blue line. Sometimes they're red lines. Which what is are what I love the thin blue line is funny because they're like support the cops, not the community we're supposed to be protecting. What does it mean when it's a thin red line? They are they're arsonists. What I believe it's fuck? firefighters. Fire, no, no, I know it's the firefighters. I thought that was menstruation, but uh, whatever. <laughs> I, Whatever it is, uh, so yes, he had the thin. He had, I, I think it was a thin blue line or a gun instead. Well, yeah, you, but you you talked about this last week. But what what was it about your oh, your mic oh, set, mic drop thing? Oh, but at mic drop, so the guy yelled at. Oh, wait, did I tell you this already? Is that the guy said, "I'm gonna pray for you." No, you didn't say yeah. that. Oh, yeah, the guy. So the guy yells out that he was gonna pray for me because I was wearing my Antifa shirt. Which I'm wearing right now. Because <laughs> I'm an I'm an auntie, not on stage, in the elevator. I'm telling two stories at once. Oh, I'm I so see. sorry. Okay. In the yes, elevator, he's wearing the crazy striped shirt, and I'm wearing my Antifa shirt, Aunties Against Fashion. Oh my God. And I would love for that to open up and I could just take a picture of the two of you. Right, right. There and we're together. both staring at like different walls in the elevator, having <laughs> our t-shirts fight it out. Anyway, um, but so I think I told that story. The guy wrote uh, yelled in the audience, I'm gonna pray for you. And I said back to him, well, that sounds like a threat. I'm going to pray for you. And then I did my prayer show. But uh, <laughs> but what did make the funniest part of this whole story is I get off stage and one of the very young waitresses comes up to me and she's like, what the hell was it? I'm going to pray for you? That's so 2005. Burn. Like, that was a burn that was so, it burned me. I was yeah. like, holy <laughs> I was like, the waitress at the bike drop was a, uh, I was like, that is the greatest line. I love that. <laughs> and, um, but my live dork forest, did we record before my live dork forest or after? After. Jackie, I don't know. Okay. Kyle does. Thank God. COVID hasn't affected your memory. Um, <laughs> I'm saving the JLS memories for last. Exactly. <laughs> so then Friday night, I did a show at the Annandale Pet Sanctuary in. Playa Vista and um they were bad there were like a hundred dogs there. And oh I don't my know God, if you've ever the show? Yeah. I don't oh know if you've ever God. performed for dogs, but the material has to change. Uh you have to pretend to throw a stick and then run and get <laughs> it before the dog does. Because then you can make a dog fucking laugh. And if you're not addressing a dog, by the way, they bark. So uh yeah. I think that I think the secret don't tell one of those guys was there doing a set. He was very funny. I yeah. wish I could remember his name. He seemed like a perfectly nice man. He <laughs> didn't tell him. you. You didn't tell me. I've at least uh I think I've met him at least three times. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But um uh he didn't get anybody barking through his set. I but everyone else was doing tens and I was doing twenty. Oh so, no. I know. And I, I was like, you guys don't even need me. You have dogs. Hundreds <laughs> of dogs. And, uh, but but it was, I, so the set went okay. I mean, I they they thought it went fine. They offered me uh, another, they offered me a, a, just a, they were like, would you fly to, the, the people who booked it were like, would you fly to Wyoming uh, for air and $2,000? And I was like, yes. And then they gave me the date and I was like, not on that date. But if you're willing to move, or if you have another Why, was one, it September 11th or something? It was, <laughs> it was the day Wyoming was founded. No, it was. It, <laughs> I'm doing a weird run where I'm going to New York and DC with Maria, and then I'm going. Then I have a dark night, and I'm going to Nashville to do a cancer benefit, and then uh, I'm going to Milwaukee to stare at my dad again, mm-hmm. and then uh, it was in between DC and Nashville. There's one dark night. It would have been that night in Wyoming. That's tough. and I was like, I can't. I I, I won't. I it means that it, the shows won't go good in Nashville, and they deserve a good show because it's a cancer benefit. Uh, and they booked me before, so uh, before the Wyoming thing. So yeah, um, no, no, you did the right thing. Yeah, and so, 
but that but it was so weird with the with the dog thing and there was a lot of olds like a lot of you and walgreens kind of people there yeah and um i tried uh it made me it forced me to do my they them bit which they stared at me they were all in the front row too and then like 11 people under the age of 35 came up to me afterwards and said thank you for Aww. even mentioning it and i was like did you like the joke too or just the fact that i, <laughs> I mentioned it because uh, she's on our side yay and then it's a, I, it's, and, a, it's a Gen X comic that isn't an asshole. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did two comedy and magics last night. Mm. And uh, that was cool. And then Richard was like, feel free to come on a month that isn't July, Jackie. And so yeah. I will. He said, you send your bills on Sunday or Monday? I think it's Sunday. That sounds about right. Yeah. And, and then, and then he said he would, uh, he would book me. And I was like, I like it there. It's nice. It, it's great. It's just uh, far away. And so Arsenio yeah. was there last night and yeah. he was talking about how he wouldn't drive for just any club, but he did. And um, Jan Karam introduced him. And wait, she didn't so Arsenio's say, like, I wouldn't drive my million dollar car for just any club. And I, I, I he's, he's not driver. driving. Yeah, he's not driving a 2009 Corolla. I will tell you that. But anyway, keep going. He's still a hero. Go. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So and Jan Karam. So Jan Karam introduced him, and she just introduced him as Arsenio instead of Arsenio Hall. And he goes, I just got the share treatment. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. But uh, get this. My first set, I decided I was going to work on the new driving bit. And then I was like, don't work on a new bit right now. Even, you know, do a second no. show if you're going to do it at all. And right. um, so I did the the first bit. And my mother-in-law stuff is so tight right now. Yeah, I can send it. I think I'm going to send it to Fallon. And, nice. uh, but I don't think, uh, obviously I can't because of the strike until November, right? Until we're not striking anymore. I don't know when the strike will end, but uh, but yeah. obviously I, mean, you don't I have can't to go it. be on television, right? No, right. Yes. They're not. I'm not, they're not, I'm doing not new shows. I'm not to be on television until Jackie, the strike is over. Yes. Why don't you send it to Don't Tell and see if they'll? Because it might even do better uh, with Don't Tell uh, with the Don't Don't Tell promotion. Okay. Well, it's just a five. It's six minute bit, so. Yeah, they, they have. Would those. they be into that? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You could try it. I mean, sometimes they are pretty good at cutting it up to for reels and stuff like that. So, okay, they're actually great at it. But you know, yeah, if yeah. you want it, if you want it out the door, you know, I don't. I don't necessarily want it out the door. I want to uh, pretend that I care about late night sets and have one that I could send to somebody that I'm proud of. Jackie, yeah, exactly. What? But like. You know, uh, obviously, we're not going to have late night sets for a couple more months minimum. Oh, it's true. really I could write a different five minutes. I, c I could put a different five minutes together for. Well, for I, I'm just like curious as to how how they're going to be when it it returns, and it, you know, is some is don't tell or or just generic TikTok and Instagram filling the gap, and all of a sudden a late night set is more for you than. Uh, you know, increasing your audience. I have no idea. It's just really, it's really when something's off the air for a long time, people get out of the habit. They find new ways, they form new habits, they find new things to do. Right. But what SAG scale versus what Dotel pays? SAG scale isn't much. It's probably six or 700. It's not great. I thought it was 11. But, uh, oh, is it? It's yeah. still, I mean, yeah, that, so that little cash outlay. Yeah. I mean, it's better, it's better than not having a late night set, but. In terms of like um, eyeballs and stuff, I'm not really sure. It, it would be interesting to compare like a late night set with with a like you know a don't tell set for you know like equal material or equal, the same comic. You know, right. I don't know. Just that's been That's the other thing I did is that that Melanie VCF Promotional Rescue taught me how to do is that um, I got a stir crazy Phoenix gig right a poster that I made and then this tiny moving thing that she made that has my website on it, I think. Oh God, I hope it does. Anyway, Wait, um, but is, is a tiny moving thing your way of describing an animation? Yeah. Like a, like a <laughs> gif or a gif or whatever. Right. And, um, so 
I put them together and then I put them on TikTok and it looks good. I wonder if it has all the information on it. Looks oh, I'll great check though. it out. Oh, I know. I'm excited. I put, I put the voiceover of it. I can take, you know how you can add sound. I put a different, yeah. I put it on Instagram too. And I put uh, four, uh, like 40 seconds of a joke on the Instagram. And then I took a minute from a different joke and put that on TikTok. Just from different albums. And how long how long did that take you? Too long. It took me, <sighs> yeah, it took me like 15 minutes, but uh then it took me a oh, half an hour to make not- the flyer. Right. Before. Yeah. And then I had to put it together and and what takes me the longest is how I'm supposed to tag it. I know. I All know. the hashtags and the and the uh and the and the and that was the other thing, Melanie was like, try not to be too funny. On uh, just give the the information. Yeah, don't be too funny on the on the context that you're telling them. Link in bio. Here's what the dates. Make sure, you know, and no need to be hilarious. And I was like, I'm naturally hilarious, Melanie BC. And she's like, <laughs> Yes, we're all stand-up comics, but I'm just telling um, you promotionally. <laughs> Hunter Hill, who opens for Eliza a lot on the road. So he put up a little Instagram reel of himself finishing a set, you know, like finishing a, an opening for Eliza on a, in a theater show, going backstage. And then he showed all of his, his, the stuff he brings when he travels, because he instantly after a set, now he's looking through that set he just did. <laughs> he's not like, I never, I, I need to br- break. He goes right to that set and looks for stuff that he can clip out. Uh, and and he, he has multiple hard drives. He's got multiple cameras. He's got all this stuff he's traveling with. And I think other comics are doing this too. It's, it's a fucking ton of work to do this extra stuff when you're on the road and bring all this extra shit so you can edit reels for free that in the hopes that people come to see your shows. It's unbelievable the, the shift in the amount of work that has shifted to the stand-ups that is off uh, the clubs now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So much work. I've also, I think I'm going to do, I'm going to do more door deals. I'm going to go to weird little towns and just try to, I'm going to see if I can afford to do that, to just do one night theaters to see if I can, because that Arden thing worked, the DC thing worked. It was a lot more work than just going to a club. Right. But but it did end up paying normal amount of money when I got home. Pretty good cash. Okay. That's so, great. Uh, so I'm going to try. J.F. Harris just uh, d- did uh, Houston. So I was thinking about doing Houston. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know where. It's just one place. Right <laughs> it's not... But let's but do let us at this point take a break, Kyle. Is that all right? right? Yeah, perfect. Hi everyone, I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich, and sometimes it feels like the whole world is a dumpster fire. Right? There's too much to worry about. That's why we make Tiny Victories. It's a 15-minute podcast where we celebrate our minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. And listeners call in, like Valerie, who found the perfect gift for her daughter's boyfriend, and Adam, who finally turned his couch cushion the right way. And little happinesses, like how birdsong helps your brain. That's science. So join us in not freaking out for 15 minutes a week. That's Tiny Victories with Annabelle and Laura, Mondays on Maximum Fun. It's a tiny victory just to make a network promo. Honestly. And then let's talk about our comic of the week. Holy smokes, why don't I know? Do I? Hilariously, she'll come up to me next time and go, we actually do know each other. Yes, our comic of the week is, uh, she just popped up on my Instagram. And uh, it's, uh, wait, did I lose it? Yoonji. Yoonji Kim. Uh, she's Yoon-Ji very, Kim. yeah, she's very funny. And so much to this fact where I was like, is she from Canada? Because I've never <laughs> met her and she's funny. What's happening? I think she's a Chicago comic. And she's Chicago. U-N-J-I, Kim, K-I-M. And she's yeah. fucking hilarious. And yeah. uh, and that's just clips I just saw real short. Yeah. Smart, funny. Uh, her handle will be in the in the notes. What is it, Kyle? It's the best unji. The so best. T-H-E-B-E-S-T-E-U-N-J-I. Go follow. Go follow. Freaking 
was so funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, very funny. And uh, it's weird. Instagram, it seems like around Saturday or Sunday, Instagram knows I need a new female comic. <laughs> and, and it, starts, it starts serving shit to me. And I'm like, oh, who's that? Oh, th- thank you. <laughs> right, right. And uh, yeah, I... Uh, um, I went and saw a movie yesterday. That's the other thing. I tried to do something for me. I saw that Barbie movie. I saw it too. Yeah. Um, It was very funny because what, because it's uh, one of Andy's cousins texted his mom and said, don't let any children see this movie. This is not for children. And it is not for little girls. And it's not a positive Barbie experience. Interesting. She is uh, nuts. Uh, yeah, she's just, she wound up with what she is. She's not, I don't know if she's not. She's just very, her church told her it's not okay. So, um, but she's very smart besides that, but she keeps listening to her church. And her church does not seem to be the kind of church that I enjoy, which is a church that just says, do you want some coffee? <laughs> That's my favorite church. That's the Armenian mm-hmm. church. It's all in Armenian. And then afterwards, they're like, we made baklava and there's coffee. Uh, <laughs> oh do you do you understand Armenian? I don't. That's the greatest thing about it. Because they can be so saying it's, anything. It's like going to a Latin mass then. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then the, the, the sermon is in both English and in Armenian. They do it twice. So which makes the mass even longer. Uh, Bil- bilingual body shaming that must be nice <laughs> <laughs> um but what i i genuinely because i i love i love robbie i love ryan gosling uh you know uh i loved everybody in it it was great helen Mirren doing the narration it was mm-hmm. um uh Money. who else was in it who else was in it? Oh, uh, America Ferraro was in it. Uh, Simu uh, Liu was in it. Um, he, those are the two Kens. And oh, is Sarah Michael Sarah was in it. He played Alan. Uh, oh, Issa Rae was the president Barbie. So yeah, there's a lot of wow. You're going around everyone whose name I'm spaced. <laughs> who played Who played Weird Barbie? Hi. No, just a second. I'm getting to just drop it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, <laughs> cameo from the UPS guy. Yeah. And, yeah. So, Amazon. They're working hard. Mm-hmm. Um, who played Weird Barbie and who played Ruth? Uh, what's her oh, face? And Kate McKinnon and um, Rhea Perlman. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it was great. But what I what I did think was interesting about the, I saw it, you know, in Van Nuys. And um, yeah. the stacked uh sexism just the 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 sheer enormity of listing of things just made me laugh and laugh and laugh and then there were some dudes in the audience who were not laughing they were just sort of slack jawed going um and that kind of i was psyched kind of but i was also like infuriated i was made of bees again again the bees came out and i was like I hate this movie, but I love it. And uh, and then and I like those. I like all those actors. Actually. It was really well done, and it was beautiful. Quite honestly, it was beautiful. Like uh, the art, the set direction, whatever, whatever those jobs are called, like, <laughs> incredible. Looked great. Um, yeah. It's weird because I've uh, I've resisted Margot Robbie because she's she literally looks like a Barbie doll, and I'm just like, oh. but she's great. And she's been great in a bunch of stuff. And I'm just going to let go and go, yeah, she's, she's awesome. And she's going to have a fucking amazing career. I think she, when I read about how she and Greta Gerwig collaborated on this and how they fought for some stuff, I'm like, oh, she's just not, she's not just a plug and play actress. She's a producer and she's like smart. And on top of that shit, he's such a producer. That's why the, that's why the birds of prey was good. While the, the movie before it, the Justice league kind of bullshit. What was it called? Oh, oh Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. The first Suicide Squad was shit. Uh, be- and then she did Birds of Prey and she produced it and she... And, oh. it was on- and, and that's why it was good. Five because stars. she played Harley Quinn 
I, I own it. And I can, I can count on one hand the number of DC movies I own. And uh, it's so, yeah. It's a delight. I can I can count on on one hand that has no fingers. <laughs> I got for my birthday. Andy gave me Spider Gwen high tops. So uh, that's in nice. Spider Verse. Um, yeah, they're pretty I, sweet. I, I think I had the same thing with Margaret Robbie that I had with Elizabeth Banks, where I was like, uh, "Okay, pretty blonde. I get it. I understand it. You you, you are a tool for men." And then slowly, either they, you know, they came to their own power or I realized, oh, these women are not just, you know, walking uh, stereotypes are actually. Yeah, they're not just a couple of holes and a hank of hair. It is. is, (laughs) (laughs) But that is literally what we're raised to believe that they are. Those people that are that good looking. They're just. They also do get picked because they look like that. But they do. Maria has told me she's like i can't be mad at any young really good looking uh blonde young young woman comic because i got those benefits when i was a young blonde uh comic and i I was like well you could still be mad if you wanted Lori would say you could still be mad yeah, because i didn't get them i had yellow hair since (laughs) since back in the day where's my bennies you might have gotten benefits you don't realize. Maybe. I have no idea. So they have yeah, but they I'm, have washed away. <laughs> but I am psyched uh because that's it it's she's great and um Charlize Theron, she is also great. Oh, and she is yeah. uh, she is stunningly beautiful. She's and a heavy hitter, yes. Scarlett Johansson, very, very beautiful. I don't mm-hmm. think and this is uh, literally, I'm all of this is drones eye view because I don't know any of these people and I don't even know enough about them. But Scarlett Johansson, I don't think is as smart as they. I might argue that. <laughs> she does yeah. a lot of art house stuff. She was in Ghost World. She did Under the Skin, which is a pretty bold movie. Uh, Kyle Clark, feminist, uh, better <laughs> feminist than There you go. And he knows more about uh, actors than I do. So, okay. I, uh, but uh, she's but also knockout. I like beautiful. when fancy actors slum it, so I usually know. Okay. The, those actors are also white stereotypical beauty, where it's mm-hmm. not only you white, so. you've got the blonde hair, and the, you have a thin body, and the blue eyes, and that fits into a very, very specific category of beauty. Excellent acknowledgement. You are true. But, uh, but it does, but that is that ideal, and they could have done a little more coasting, and the fact that they have not is... You know, there's no statue. Yeah. There's no parade, but uh, they already have <laughs> yeah. a parade. They already have a parade for being as good looking in a very stereotypical way, anyway. So, um, right, yeah. I mean, that's how that's how you you can move from being a sex object to being and like when uh, Margaret Robbie did the uh, the Tanya Harding story. I forget what it's called. She's fucking great in that, you know. And if like if you think about like people of color who are that smart, you have Cristela. And you have um, Jeannie Ashray, and you have <clears throat> other comics or other young, uh, and they're beautiful in their in is, in non stereotypical way. Yeah, Issa Rae is a major producer, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, uh, Aisha Robin Tyler, Reed. Aisha mm-hmm. Tyler, old school, doing it right. Right, came from modeling to stand up to talk the talk to mm-hmm. acting to Archer to Friends, all that stuff. Right. So Archer, so, is she is she an Archer? Oh, she's as well? an Archer. Yeah, she's the she is. Lead. Oh, I thought I thought Not she Archer. was actually a uh, an actual Not Gina Archer. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love Gina Davis. Is like sixty. She's like, I want to go to the Olympics. Let me pick a sport, and she got really good at archery. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, she could be great. Uh, uh, yeah. What else? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I had uh, I, I had shows at Flappers last night, and um, oh, cool. uh, I was opening for Jay on the first show. He did an hour and ten. Yeah, seventy three years old. You know. Yeah. Uh, some of it was stuff I'd heard, and some of it was newer stuff. And so I, my my son was with me, and so we he watched the whole show, and the, he had uh, Jay had one really great soccer joke that my kid really liked a lot. Um, Oh, you know, and then some of it, he didn't know what he's talking about. I could tell he had no idea the, what even the words 
<laughs> that, that Leonard was saying, but that's okay. You know, he's so 16. Uh, and, uh, so, and then they had a plumbing problem. They had to cancel the second show. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I guess it's a building thing. You know, they're, they're, they share a building with a bunch of, uh, you know, other businesses and they're, so your, your plumbing is tied to other people's plumbing. And so anyway, I guess they, they're going to fix that today, but, uh, yeah, it did a little set lit at, at the Yoohoo room. It was already in progress when the plumbing problem started. So they just finished that show. Right. Uh, and then I, I, I did, uh, I did totally at, at Bar Lubitsch and I did another show, you know, they, they, I do the show and then they leave my head, Jackie, they leave my yeah. head. Like, right, right. I'm doing like a, a counter being yeah. wiped off. Well, I have, a, I have so many shows this week. Last week I didn't, I think I did. I did. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, Josh put me up, uh, the main room and I got to see Mary Lynn. Mary Lynn is working on this bit that is epic about dating a guy who she finds out that he's a white supremacist. Oh, I think I saw the beginnings of that one. I can't wait to see it. That is tightening up. It is. And it's got so many places to go and it's wow. epic. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, do you know that person? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's an H in their last name, but yes. And okay. Uh, cause that is the person. <gasps> Are you serious? Yep. And wow. uh, so, but the thing is, is it's so smart. And she closed on flappers. I saw she didn't do it last night. She did both shows at Comedy and Magic last night, but she didn't do it last night. But a flapper, she did it. Uh, that just reminded me. And she closed with this line that was so hilariously vulnerable and smart that it made me go, "Oh my god, I fucking love this bit so much." Oh. She's Sweet. yeah, just a, she's such a great comic, and I've known her since like the late nineties when she was doing a like played a guitar and was doing a lot of alty stuff, and it was did she play with her? whatever who cares? Oh, she did. But no, was, I believe me. I remember myself watching her and Karen do Girls Guitar Club and going, "That's not stand up comedy. How come I'm not on that spot?" Because they, right. I think they did <laughs> evening at the Improv, and I'm like, "How? What? Oh." Yeah, right. I love that that one goes right into the next. It's a classic. <laughs> me, me, wait. What just happened? And, but it was really fun. And so, uh, yeah, so I haven't done, I've done some sets. Like, you know, I got to do the mic drop in the early part of the week. And then I picked up mm -hmm. that set. And then I did uh, Comedy and Magic and I did the Weird Dog Show, which was super nice. I mean, I love yeah. dogs. But yeah, um, yeah. this week, it's going to be, a lot more like I'm doing a dynasty typewriter, a poverty, um, a benefit against, against poverty, just so you know. <laughs> and, uh, it is with, um, it's, uh, I think Cameron Esposito just got announced or it's with a partner. It's great. It's on Wednesday night at dynasty at eight o'clock. And then, um, and then on Thursday, I'm doing a set in Coronado, you know, oh, that's that near Coronado? San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hole. Yeah. I felt like I was and, and channeling I, you when I said yes. It's a, wait, yeah. It's a Thursday. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get rush hour traffic. Oh, at it's going to be. At least I'm driving down on a Sunday. Oh, I know. It's, it's far away. Um, but, um, but I, I have a, a lot of, I don't have a lot of work coming up in November and December. So, uh, I'm taking all comers. Hey, let's take a quick break. Are you tired of being picked on for only wanting to talk about your cat at parties? Do you feel as though your friends don't understand the depth of love you have for your guinea pig? When you look around a room of people, do you wonder if they know sloths only have to eat one leaf a month? Have you ever dumped someone for saying they're just not an animal person? Us too. She's Alexis B. Preston. She's Ella McLeod. And we host Comfort Creatures, the show where you can't talk about your pets too much. Animal trivia is our love language. And dragons are just as real as dinosaurs. Tune into Comfort Creatures every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Yeah, man. Let's uh let's kick let's kick it up a notch workwise. Yeah. Jeez, it's not good. Um yeah. but that's I, uh, it pays pretty good. I put it in the Oh thank you. Oh yeah, that does pay. That's not bad. And uh, then and then I, on Friday oh. I'm flying to stir crazy. I, uh, so I, I I feel better about that because you said it was like 118, 
And I you could can't. look. You can't drive. If you get yeah, stuck out there, you don't want to be stuck in your car in the middle of the desert. It's just, yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, my next road gig is in Seattle at Laughs Comedy Club in September. I don't, I think it's, I don't have the dates, the dates in September memorized, but if you're in Seattle, you know, check out their calendar and prepare yourself. I've got some new stuff that's starting to come together. That's so great. Uh, I did look at the reel that they um, put together for the comedy dynamic special, like a little teaser reel. And yeah. um, <laughs> they, you know, it's, it's weird. Like you, you know, uh, I, so I, I made a suggestion, so hopefully they'll tweak it. And Bruce had the similar idea. So, it was, you know, it's, it'll be fine. But um, again, that fucking blouse and the wrinkles, I can't even take my eyes off of that. I've I don't looked even know at what it. I'm saying. You, you're the only one seeing it just so you know, but uh, okay. I, um, Look like I get dressed in the dark. So, what do I know? <laughs> and so, so, but here's the incredible news, Jackie. Okay, so remember last week I said I would I had put out just on Twitter total frustration. How the fuck does anyone finish a project? Okay, oh, right. And and having a crisis, like, am I just able to write jokes? Am I just a two sentence writer? Is that it? Is that what I've turned into? And so, two, uh, you know, I've been working with my friend Cheryl, who's been helping me corral this whole mess and then um two two writers zoomed with me and they were talking about their outline process and uh so then this week i was going to meet with cheryl but we couldn't hook up so i just was like all right gulp i'm just going to do it by myself yeah and started like you know shrinking the scenes into little cards and uh and i'm like oh it's coming together and then i had to run away from it and take a walk um but yeah so uh i just got some work done that i didn't know if i'd be able to do and i'm so excited That's and so i'm great. like there is a light at the end of this tunnel there is a finished script at the end of the tunnel and i'm excited for that to happen and um you know it's it's been a long journey of and of doubt and fear that uh the pandemic has fucked with my head so much i can't do long form anything anymore and or maybe i never could or whatever so it's nice to if i can finish this then I'll have a, I have so many unfinished things. It's really fucking with my self-esteem. So if I yeah. can have one finished thing, that will really, that will be nice. Yeah. The unfinished, just they freaking gnaw. They gnaw at my brain. Yeah. They feel horrible. Yep. It's one thing when you're unfinished, like social media stuff, or you don't want to do it anyway. It's like, you, oh, you got to do it. And but I'm it's used something. to unfinished jokes. Yes. Yes, because they do get finished at some point. But the unfinished thing where you want it to be done, <laughs> that's a different That's a different bad feeling. Here's another bad feeling. Okay, so I'm on the picket line, right? And I'm, I'm, there's a lot of like older male writers who are my age or older walking with them and they have a spring in their step, okay? They're walking back and forth, no problem. Me... A former, by the way, Division One athlete, I walk, do 11,000 steps, and I'm bedridden for two days after that because my knee hurts so much. Why are these guys, I, I would like, they should all have to wear like a little button that said I had a knee replacement. So then at least I won't feel terrible about myself. How are they, how are they, how are they skipping for three hours straight in the yeah. heat and having no repercussions? I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, that there's no justice there, which means no peace. That's <laughs> um, true. So I have yet to get, I've been so, I've had to drive uh, Chris around so much and, 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 and figure stuff out that I haven't yeah. been able to get to the picket line. And um, they're over quick. It's more, it's, you know, nine it's to just 12 three or hours two. now. Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I forget what to, tomorrow's month, what's today, which is when this comes out. But it's Monday. I yeah. I don't know why I have to check now, but um, I do because I want to go. Oh, tomorrow. So I did, uh, I could go tomorrow. Because here's what's I did a podcast called The Good One for Vulture. <gasps> oh, with Jesse, uh, Jesse Fox? Yeah. Yeah. And he picked like a six minute bit that he wanted to break down. And nice. what he wrote, what they wrote about, uh, about the clip was very funny. It's just like, we, I know we picked a really long one, but if she, if she tells really long jokes or I felt slightly self-conscious at the words. She tells really <laughs> long jokes. 
And then, <laughs> but they accidentally, in the description of the vulture, the good one, uh, did half me and half Kathleen Madigan credits. And yeah. Kathleen. And yeah. referred to me as Kathleen. What? Did yeah. they? I'm sorry. Was it co-written by uh, <laughs> that club owner who I'm trying to get in with, so I won't name, who uh, confused you two in the 90s? Oh, right, right. Uh, no, but uh, the woman, I, I was like, Kathleen's great, but you've got to fix it. And <laughs> she wrote me back. She was like, oh, that is an endurance. But um, so I think they fixed it, but I don't know if it, uh, if it, like, once it goes out into the world, I think it stays broken and at Apple. Jackie. Yeah, you and Kathleen do not occupy similar places in my head whatsoever. I can't, it's weird that people confuse you two. Right. It's strange to me. But what it did is it made me look up. I was like, did he do a good one with Kathleen? And he did. And then attached to it was an amazing article where she talked about retiring from stand up comedy. And I saw was, you sent that to me. Yeah. Right. And I was like, what are you going to do? And, uh, yeah, and she did not explain, by the way, how she started doing theater. She said she just concentrated on the road stuff and the theater stuff, and then she became a theater comic. And I was like, "Well, that doesn't tell me how to do it." You <laughs> concentrated. What is that? The think system? Are we in the music band? What happened? <laughs> and um, so, what I will say that uh, it was kind of fascinating because she was talking all about how she doesn't want to act. She's never wanted to act. She's never wanted to write. I know. She only wants, because she was like, it's boring to act. I want to do stand-up comedy. And, uh, and it's all worked out for her. So good, <laughs> good for her. And um, that's interesting. Um, and yeah, I still a- think that she became, uh, that golfing had something to do with it. You think that golf oh, yeah. had something to do with it? I always feel like if I does. Starting over, I would learn golf. Take those clubs with you, young female comics. Club club it up. The the power people play golf. And once they find out you can, they will love to play with you. And that's no, how well, shit happens. Every year. Every year you're back yeah. at that club. The, and then tomorrow. <laughs> yes. So I can march. I can I can pick it tomorrow because at four o'clock I'm doing a different podcast where they're like, pick a blockbuster movie that you didn't like and then defend why you don't like it. And I was like, this is a minute long podcast because (laughs) I didn't like it. It doesn't mean that other people shouldn't like it. And so he was like, what are you going to pick? And I said, the Godfather. And he was like, what? You can't pick you. You pick the white whale of like the biggest. And I was like, yeah, yeah. The best movie. It wasn't made for me. Uh, My father was a shitty uh, bag man for a bookie in <laughs> was a bag man for a shitty bookie in Milwaukee. What's a bag man? He carries the money between um, bad guys. Oh my god! And he and but we're not talking about the Sopranos or the Corleones. We're talking about Frank Pulaski, right? It might have been a Polish went, guy. Come on! No, I know it wasn't Frank Pulaski. Frank Pulaski was kind of the the uh, Tom Hayden, whatever. I mean, I get all the references, right? Right. Just because the movie was made for my brothers. It wasn't made for my dad. When it came out, he was like, oh, they're going to get in trouble for that. And, uh, <laughs> but he also didn't like Tin Men until he saw it. And I mean, he's like, because he was like, this is going to affect sales. <laughs> and then he saw Tin Men and he was like, I did make it. So. Aw, that's nice. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to defend that, uh, my dislike of The Godfather, tomorrow at 4 p.m. Uh, on a show on some some other podcast, somebody else. Well, I like how you refuse to uh, promote other podcasts on our podcast. Keep it going, Jackie. And this <laughs> week, The Dork Forest is with uh, Joe Wilson. Is with uh, who uh, he the first three years, uh, two or three years, he was my co-host on The Dork Forest, and he now mm-hmm. has pancreatic cancer. Uh, but he uh, he did a great, like, when he left the podcast, it's like when we break this up, let's still be friends or let's recreate a different kind of friendship. <laughs> let's, right? wait, let's start our friendship after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because he left our podcast right when Mike and Jimmy Pardo split, split up and Mike started his own podcast. And they were mad at each other for a little while. 
Uh, oh, the forty-year-old Mike Mike Schmidt. Yeah, Mike Schmidt, the forty-year-old. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, Joe was like, you know what? I'm gonna do the door for us. And I said, okay, let's still be friends because let's not lose our friendship over something that's never made any money. And uh, and, sure. But here's what I learned when Joe Wilson left that podcast: how much work Joe Wilson did. Right. right. Yeah. It turns out he yeah. was uh he did a lot of production stuff that I then had to uh do it. Uh what what do you say we go away? Hey, yeah, uh I'll be in New York uh September tenth or excuse me, uh, uh October like tenth uh, and eleventh, and uh I'll be in uh Seattle in September and uh Phoenix see you then. Phoenix Maximum Fun, a worker owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.